It's time for Wise Money with Corhorn Financial Group with financial advisors Kevin Corhorn, Mike Bernard, and Josh Gregory. Wise Money is brought to you by the attorneys at Ledoux, Curran, and Keene, First State Bank, Diane Bennett, and the Inspired Team at REMAX 100, and Bethel College's Adult and Graduate Studies Program. Good morning, folks. Thank you so much for joining us today. So glad to have you with us. This is Wise Money with Corhorn Financial Group, where every week we're helping you take your next wise step in your financial life. My name is Mike Bernard. I'm one of the certified financial planners on the show. I'm also your host, alongside my business partners and fellow certified financial planners, Josh Gregory and Kevin Corhorn. Hey, it's almost the 4th of July. Happy Independence Day to you. Yes. I'd imagine you may be looking forward to cookouts or fireworks, maybe some time with friends and family. But we have a question for you to ponder today. Are you financially free? Do you have financial independence in your life? Do you know how to achieve it? And uh, we want to hopefully inspire you today to start your own financial revolution on today's episode of Wise Money. Very good. Very good. Every week, we want to talk about what you're thinking about. So it's Fourth of July week. We're talking about independence. If you have a question or have a financial obstacle in the way, something like that, reach out to us. We want to tackle it on the show. You can communicate it to us in a couple of ways. One, go to wisemoneyradio.com. You can submit a question right there on the right and catch up on previous episodes. You could also give us a call, 574-222-2000. Lastly, you can connect with us on Facebook and Twitter, at Wise Money Radio, and you could submit questions that way and get other content as well. So, well, happy 4th of July, guys. What's uh, What are the traditions in the household? Josh, what do you guys have going on this weekend? Well, normally we would be going to Ohio to visit grandparents. but Ohio! Uh, yeah, you, you guys know my grandpa passed away earlier this year. Grandma's in a nursing home, so the big, huge cookout that normally happens. Uh, I don't think we're going to be there this year, so we're shopping for a new tradition. Ah, gotcha. Might be showing up at your house, see what's <laughs> grilling. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing fun at our house. What about the Corhorns? Well, we're going to spend the weekend doing various things around the farm. Black raspberries are in right now, so... Yeah. I had a, a date with my lovely wife last night, and we picked a couple containers full. Nice. And uh, we're able to get a little bass fish, fishing in on the side as well, so hopefully we'll do a little bit more of that. My hands still smell like fish. Um, <laughs> but we hope to also, I've got some work to do as far as splitting some beehives, and there's some uh, five holes that need to be dug to put posts in and uh, for a little canopy we're building. Nice, and it's in the in in a tree root infested area, so it's going to be a great. That should be a lot. Have fun with that. I'm excited about that. Listen, the whole idea of celebrating our independence got me thinking about financial independence. Like Josh said, I mean, think about it. So over 240 years ago, our founding fathers of America got together and declared their independence from the governing rule and excessive taxation of England. More on that later. Once they declared it, though, we as a people, we need to go out and earn it. It took tremendous sacrifice of life, unfathomable courage, a motivating, compelling vision to accomplish, and it took a ton of time. It didn't happen overnight. And I know it might be a little cheesy, but financial independence, while less noble than that, has similar character traits. It takes great sacrifice, determination, a motivating vision, sometimes a coach or a general, if you will, and it's going to take a long period of time. 
So are you financially independent? Do you want to be? What must you do to get there? That's our question to you. You know, my only response to that is the, the comment about it being less noble. And you're right. We're, we're not talking about people laying down their life for, for others. But in a way, uh, the, the idea of you pursuing financial independence, it still has an impact on other people. Right, you know, generations to come behind you. If you can make sacrifices and make wise choices today, and it changes the future for other generations, that's what we're reaping the the rewards of right now in this country. Absolutely, absolutely. I I share a little bit in my financial testimony in one of our commercials as well. That I mean, the decisions you make right now could change your family's financial family tree forever. Because so, my both grandparents on both sides grew up in poverty. My folks mm-hmm. made wise choices, and I never had to go through that. And so now it's my job as a steward to make sure I set my kids up and, and train them as well. So that's a good point, Josh. So the question, as you think about it, financial freedom or financial independence, where does that come from? And I, as I was thinking about and preparing for our show, I, I was reminded that it, it, my behaviors spring out of my beliefs. So in order to be financially free, I have to have a a system of beliefs that set me on that path. Mm. And so when you look at that, you say, well, seven in 10 people don't have a thousand dollars of emergency cash reserves. So that's, that is a fact. And so when I see a gap like that, I think, well, what's going on? We live in the greatest country in the history of the world. There's incredible freedom. Everyone is guaranteed an education. So yet seven out of 10 folks don't have enough money set aside so that if the fridge goes out or if the AC goes out, they can just take care of it. Mm. So the question is, do these, when I think about a, a, a deficiency like that, I think these people can't, won't, or don't know how to set aside $1,000. So a lot of times, as, certainly as we work with clients, I look at this and I say, well, it, there's, a, there's, a, there's building skills, but building skills is really just dealing with behavior. Mm-hmm. And what we really try to do in getting to the root is help people with their thinking and their understanding and how do they approach money. That's if you want to be free, because a lot of times people think, well, financial freedom, that means I don't have to work anymore. No way. We have lots of folks that we serve that are financially free and completely independent, don't have to work another day in their life, but they're working harder than they've ever worked and enjoying it because they are financially free. You know, you're talking about beliefs, uh, you know, it kind of sparked in my mind the recognition that so many of our beliefs about money they're formed at an early age just by observing our parents or the environment that we grow up in. And, and that's why it's so important for you to be thinking about what you're thinking about. Change your beliefs on money because uh, your behaviors are on display for your kids right now, and it's formulating their beliefs. Yep. So paying attention to this really, truly does have a major lasting impact on generations to come. So I would inject my belief in each of you right now that you can do it. Whatever financial obstacle is out in front of you, whatever goal you're trying to pursue financially, even if you've never had one before, you can do it with the right counsel, the right guidance, the right determination and and dedication, the right discipline, really. 
And that's what we're going to be diving into a little bit today is, is if you want to be financially independent, what does that look like? And in another similarity between a revolutionary war and financial independence, you've got to win key battles. In our revolutionary war, there were several key battles, Bunker Hill, Battle of Saratoga, the siege, Saratoga, the siege on Yorktown. In your financial life, you've got to win battles as well. The battle against your day-to-day cash flow, the battle against taxes. <laughs> Most revolutionary wars are around taxes in some way. So we're going to talk about those and what it means to be financially independent. Let's start with what that means in being financially independent in your day-to-day finances. Well, going back to Joshua's comment about the people who are observing you and watching you. So my kids are 13, 16, and 17, so they're watching. And the neat thing is they're all earning money this summer. So we're working on the process, helping them with their paradigm, if you will, their, their mental map of what should happen with my money. So the first thing that we do is we give. And so they have, they have their checking accounts, they're writing checks, they're writing checks to the church, acknowledging where the money came from and, and uh, working on some obedience things there. So give and then save. They're writing checks to their Roth IRAs. Right now they're funding their Roth IRAs. And then they're also spending some. Josh is getting some camping equipment and Caleb's getting some cool stuff. So give, save, spend. That is a map that we're, we're trying to get implemented because if you can get that imprinted and you might say, hey, I grew up and I was never taught that stuff. Well, it's time because when you look at who's responsible for your financial situation, you are. So it's time for you to take control and to give save, spend in that order. That's a broad definition of really what a budget is all about. And that's what I think of when I look at getting financially free in your day-to-day finances. Have a budget. It's not constricting folks. It's liberating. You know how much you get to spend in each area. Uh, I mentioned earlier that revolutions often begin with taxes. How do you get financially independent when it comes to taxes and do it legally? We've got that and much more coming up here on Wise Money with Corhorn Financial Group. This is Wise Money with Corhorn Financial Group. Good morning, folks. Thank you so much for being with us today. This is Wise Money with Corhorn Financial Group. My name is Mike Bernard alongside Josh Gregory and Kevin Corhorn. Special thanks to the great attorneys over at Ledoux, Kern, and Keene, as well as First State Bank for sponsoring the Wise Money program today. We've been talking about how to achieve financial independence in the wake of, not in the wake of, upcoming financial, or excuse me, Independence Day here in America. What does it mean to have financial independence? We're talking about it here on today's program. If you have a question or comment or anything else, reach out to us, 574-222-2000, or go to wisemoneyradio.com. We'd love to hear from you. Okay, we were talking about the first battle that you'd need to win to earn financial independence, and that's the battle over your day-to-day cash flow. We left off by talking about how important a budget is. And for a lot of people, they say, I don't want a budget. It's going to tell me what I can't spend. Nope. It's the exact opposite, folks. And I I believed that until I started doing it. I thought for sure a budget's going to tell me the things I can't buy. It's the exact opposite. After now doing a budget for 20 years, I went in with the same skepticism that you have. 
And I can tell you the opposite's true. Also, in this area of, of winning the battle over your day-to-day finances, a lot of people struggle for independence because they're dealing with debt. Yeah, you know, I think of words like control and choice, options, flexibility when we're talking about financial independence. And so when you're approaching a financial decision, one of the questions I would want you to ask is, is this going to lead to more options, more choice, more flexibility in my life? And usually when you're borrowing money, the answer is no. You know, you're you're kind of... Um, signing away uh, control over part of your future income. You're, you're obligating yourself down the road to a portion of that income. So every time you swipe a card or sign loan papers, is it really bringing more freedom in your life? For most people, the answer is no. And that's why uh, the, the budget that you put in place or the, the cash flow game plan, if you can wipe out the debt quickly and have a game for avoiding future, a game plan for avoiding future debt, then you are kind of winning back more of that control. You have more right. flexibility in your cash flow. Yeah, and the Bible's clear about talking about the borrower is a slave to the lender. And, and here we're talking about financial independence, financial freedom. And when you've got a choice, don't enslave yourself, right? And, and if you currently have debt, I have debt, I'm mortgage, right? Um, work hard and diligent, set up a good system to free yourself, liberate yourself from that debt. All right, next one uh, is about how do you become financially independent in the area of insurance? I imagine many people don't feel financially free because they're probably worried. What if? What if something happened? And insurance done properly and with the right context and education can help provide a lot of, of peace. Yeah, that word worry is an interesting one because we all face some fears and some worries that quite frankly, uh, I think we're all guilty of irrational fears at times. I don't know if you guys have noticed, but an awful lot of the millennials in our office have the little camera on their laptop covered up with paper I know. so that, I don't know, the Russians can't watch them. Or <laughs> I, I don't know what that means exactly, but I, I would use the word paranoia uh, oh. to describe that kind of behavior. But I thought you were going to talk about how much I love flying when you're saying irrational. Yeah, another things. irrational <laughs> fear there. But, you know, th there are genuine concerns. There's genuine risks that we face in our life that uh, we have the power to either minimize them or sometimes transfer that risk to an insurance company. And this is important because if you're scraping and clawing, fighting your way towards financial freedom, and then it all comes unraveled because of some unfortunate event, some unplanned occurrence that sets you back or maybe never allows you to recover. Um, you, you know, you would say, well, boy, what was the point of all that sacrifice? Because I didn't, I never built a, a moat around the castle. I didn't have my defenses in place to maintain that control and that freedom in my life. But here's the interesting thing. So you might be listening to Josh saying, well, then I, I, need, to, I need a lot of insurance. Well, if you get a lot of insurance, too much insurance for your situation, then all you're doing all day is paying your premium. That sounds like paying debt, could be slavery. I would recommend if, if, you're, if, if those sorts of risks are what keep you up at night thinking about your finances, you need to sit down with a certified financial planner, not just an insurance agent. Sit down with someone who can look at your entire financial situation and say, yeah, based on this view, here's the type of insurance you need. Let's talk about this. Well, so here's some examples. I mean, if 
Uh, if we ask you the question, is college for the kids going to go up in smoke if you have an injury and can't work any longer? Are you protected for that? Um, you know, could, could your retirement ship have a hole blown in the side of it and sink the ship if suddenly you have health concerns in retirement that cause you to need some sort of care on an ongoing basis? Or what if you passed away way too early? Mm. What does that do to the family? These are all things that could jeopardize the financial independence, the freedom of the people you care most about. Yeah, those are things that could poke a hole in, in your financial plan. And if you look hot off the presses, if we're dealing with current events, Venus Williams is in the news right now mm-hmm. because she hit. Someone uh, hit her, but she was violating traffic laws, right? Is right. Why, the way I understand it. I wasn't so, there. Well, so this is what we know. <laughs> she was in an accident in Florida. The guy lived for two more weeks and then died. And it was her fault. And it was her fault. So she was at fault in an accident and there, there was a death. So after the accident, you can't get the right insurance coverage in place. Mm -hmm. So you have to have that in place before. I've seen in my career two different circumstances where the underlying limits paid out completely and then the umbrella policy of a million dollars paid in as well. And the underlying limits, that's the part that's expensive the umbrella policy to go over the top of everything else is is very f- affordable, actually. So this is where you want to say, hey, what what should I have? And this ties actually back into the budget when you talk about freedom. What should my spend be on my protection planning? How, of every dollar that comes into the household, how much should we spend protecting the things that we have? Mm-hmm. We've got to talk about... Uh, independence in the battle against taxes. I, there was a little debate before the show about whether the Revolutionary War was really uh, uh, the catalyst was taxes or not. And, uh, and just looking here, so leading up to the Revolutionary War, um, the, there was uh, the war, the French and Indian War, okay, which was very expensive for Great Britain to pay for. And so they started introducing new taxes on the American people, and the American people didn't like it. Even though England said, hey, you guys got to pay for this, so we're going to tax you. American people said no, and, and there was revolt. So how do you legally pay your the right amount of tax but still have financial freedom, financial independence in the area of taxes? Well, the only way that's ever going to happen is if you have a tax plan. And again, make the distinction between tax planning and tax preparation. Tax preparation is after the fact, taking the numbers from the various boxes on the various forms and putting them in the right box on your tax return. Mm -hmm. And then you're over or under. You're getting money back or you're paying money in. But So that's preparation. That's not planning. Planning is taking a proactive look and saying, what do I need to be doing today? What are the opportunities that I could be taking advantage of to either lower my tax bill today or to be positioning myself to drastically reduce what I pay in taxes over my lifetime. And that's why you want to be working with a certified financial planner because you want to have tax planning as a component of your financial plan. Yeah, I always say that uh, you you know you're an American if you hate paying taxes. Um, 
Although most people will at least admit they prefer to pay taxes than not because it implies that they have income, right? But everyone has the motivation to try to keep control of more of their money and not relinquish that control to the government in the form of taxes. So we all have the incentive to be actively seeking out ways to reduce the amount of taxes we pay pay over our entire lifetime. Don't settle for just trying to get a big refund this year. Mm-hmm. Take a multi-year approach, and you may need to enlist the help of a professional, as Kevin was saying. This might be the year that the, the, the battle's won here in the area of taxes for you. Well, because your tax situation changes often from year to year, tax laws change often from year to year, and so having an ongoing um, expert on your side helping you with that tax plan, that tax freedom is critically important. We've got a great question from Kirsten coming up later in the program about having financial independence in that day-to-day life. She's got she's facing a choice, tough situation. We're going to hit that coming up in just a moment. We've got a little bit more to talk about with financial independence. So a lot more coming up here on Wise Money with Corhorn Financial Group. This is Wise Money with Corhorn Financial Group. Good morning, folks. Thank you so much for joining us today. This is Wise Money with Corhorn Financial Group. My name's Mike, next to Josh, next to Kevin. Thank you to Bethel College Adult and Graduate Studies, as well as Diane Bennett and the Inspired team at REMAX 100 for sponsoring the Wise Money Show today. We've been talking about what it takes to be financially independent. July 4th is coming up. Happy 4th. And how can you become financially independent? We've got a little bit more to hit there. If you have any questions, reach out to us, 574-222-2000, or give us a call, or excuse me, wisemoneyradio.com. That's the website. And you can get previous episodes as well and submit a question right there. Okay, so in order to pursue financial independence, we know the value of saving and saving up. But with interest rates so low, And with how difficult it is to save, most people, we need to invest those dollars if we're ever going to have some growth and be able to free ourselves from that paycheck. However, a lot of people are in bondage with their reactions to how the stock market moves and how to invest this money. So how do people get financially free in the area of investments? Yeah, I think it's beating fear. That's the enemy when it comes to investments. And so as I was uh, driving over, I was listening to a radio station and there was a guy talking about the uncertainty in Europe and the stock market being at all-time highs. And what you really need to have is gold. (laughs) And for anyone who ever wants to see uh, what gold has done for you over a long period of time, I'd love to show it to you. Yeah. Um, It's it's just... Tons of fear and greed, tons of roller coasters, although it's painted in commercials as this just panacea. Right. And every and every year you listen to the experts and you can get their free white paper about how the price of gold is going to double by the end of the year. But I, I would so I would get rid of all that noise and I would think about two questions. Number one, how do you make your investment decisions? And if you. If you're comfortable and confident in that answer, that's great. If not, you're going to be dealing with fear and emotion. So we want you to have a great plan for how to deal with your investments. And then the second thing that I would say 
you can't really have one without the other. So think of cookies and milk or peanut butter and jelly <laughs> or uh, ha- ja- ham and burger, I think. <laughs> ham no burger. Uh, so but when you think... <laughs> Uh, yeah. It's from a movie, guys. Come on. You know, I bet Casey knows. Casey. Casey, do you know the ham and burger reference? Ham no burger? Friday. Anyway, keep going. Friday. It's like brat and worst. So when you think <laughs> about that, you think, when is the last time your investment planner talked to your tax planner? So peanut butter and jelly, cookies and milk, investments and taxes. Those two go hand in hand, and you can't really do one well without planning via the other one very well. You know, I um, w- one of the words that stood out there, this confidence, that should be the outcome or one of the results of achieving financial independence, and confidence is what a lot of people lack when it comes to their investments. You right? got it. Yeah. Sometimes we fear what we don't really understand. So one of the ways to achieve greater uh, independence, more uh, freedom in the area of investments is just to seek to understand them more. And, and that's why we're often encouraging people to find a professional who can not only guide you, but also educate you. Yeah, coming up in a couple of weeks, we're going to be talking about our halftime report. We've done this every year, halftime report of the market. So we're going to be talking about and educating you on some uh, what's going on in the investing world. Some of your habits, though, also are are what cause the emotional stir-up. Just watching your investments too closely or viewing them too frequently. So some of you need, maybe need to take the pledge, I'm not going to watch my investments every single week. I'm not going to do it every day. Maybe it's once a month, maybe it's once a quarter that you're zeroing in and, and looking at this. The whole goal here, though, is to examine your emotions and think about the circumstances that are causing you to get yourself worked up and to make these knee-jerk reactions that often end up being mistakes and try to cut back on those emotional times in, in your financial life. Let's jump to estate planning. I know when my wife and I first had kids, uh, before we had our estate plan in place, I was convinced. I had a lot of worry. I was convinced every time I jumped on a plane, that was going to be the plane that went down. And so there was a lot of fear and lacking confidence, like, like Josh and Kevin have said, without having that estate plan in place. So really the point here, folks, if, you're, if that's something that's keeping you up at night financially... You've got to get that estate plan in place, talk to a professional to figure out what documents you need, who's going to play what role, and get that all set up so that you can have freedom in that area as well. Was it your kids usually that yeah. you were thinking of when you're going on a plane trip or something? Absolutely. Yeah. What, what kind of condition are you leaving them in? Are, are all the right plans in place for their life, that sort of thing? I remember before we had our will and trust set up, I remember before we were going on a work trip, the, the three of us, I wrote, I typed out a letter and I just said, hey, here's where stuff is. Here's what I'd want to happen. And I signed it. You know, I, I don't even think I ever got rid of that letter. It's still probably in the safe. But but yeah, I had that much fear over it. So get it. Get, if that's you, I know I know from experience, that's a lot of you. Get get the will in place. Get Get the trust in place. Sit down with the certified financial planner. Talk to a competent attorney like the folks over at Ledoux, Kern and Keene, Mark Crenitti. Get something set up. Yeah, the whole point of the estate plan is that's your opportunity to state in writing legally what your wishes are. This is 
your control, your choices, your options that you want to have played out if you're not here to carry them out on your own. And that's especially important when it comes to the kids. Who's going to take care of the kids? When will the kids get outright control of dollars? Mm -hmm. You know, sometimes leaving behind money to the next generation, you're giving them a whole bunch of new freedom in their life. Are they ready for it? Yep. Yeah, I was just working with some folks this week, and there was a need for a power of attorney. And so uh, we looked, and I knew there had been an estate plan prepared, so I felt pretty good about it. Hey, we've got a power of attorney. And most folks that we work with have the power of attorney effective immediately. Hey, if I, if, if I need to transact business on behalf of my wife, I can do that and vice versa. And so, and I was thinking, well, the, the estate plan was just prepared. And it was, it was just prepared in 2003. So it's funny how your mind tells you that this this event just happened and it was long, long, long ago. And the power attorney that was prepared in 2003 said, in the event of my incapacitation, this power of attorney goes into effect. And I need two, I need a letter from two different doctors to make it effective. So now, instead of it being very simple and easy, it's a little bit of a pain to get that durable, that the power of attorney to spring into place here. Mm-hmm. So this is where I would encourage you, because Mike was saying, if you're fearful, you need to do something about your estate plan. And I would tell you, if you're not fearful, you need to do something about your estate plan. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I don't know what camp point. you fall into, whether you're fearful <laughs> or not fearful, but both of those camps need to look and say, when was the last time I updated my estate plan? And statistically, every six months, there's a major change in your financial life. And it might you might have gone 18 months or 24 months with no big changes. Those are coming. So if you haven't updated your estate plan in the last three to five years, I would encourage you to go back to your attorney and say, hey, we need to dust this thing off. What changes should be made and how do we uh, adjust it? Some of the some of the reason why people don't get the estate plan in place when they feel it in their gut that they need to is number one, it's mysterious. And there again, folks, even though technology, we talked a couple weeks ago about how there's a lot of information out there on the web. So you could go build your own estate plan on the web. However, you don't know what you don't know. Right. And, and to truly have confidence in this area, gosh, we strongly suggest working with a professional, starting with a certi- your certified financial planner, getting the right attorney involved. But then the second thing that trips people up, as I've noticed in the area of estate planning, is who's going to play what, what role, okay? Believe it or not, the right professional can help you, can help guide you in that decision as well. Even though they don't know your family members, they can help talk you through some of the characteristics and qualities that you'd want to look for, or maybe even talk about a third option that you hadn't even considered. So I know a lot of you have some concern or just have a need because it hasn't been updated in a while. Make sure you free yourself up in this one. Coming up in just a moment, we've got the biggie. Financial independence often describes retirement planning. That and Kirsten's question coming up here on Wise Money with Corhorn Financial Group. This is Wise Money with Corhorn Financial Group. 
Wise Money is brought to you by the attorneys at Ledoux, Curran, and Keene, First State Bank, Diane Bennett, and the Inspired Team at REMAX 100, and Bethel College's Adult and Graduate Studies Program. Hello, folks. Thank you so much for spending some of your Saturday with us. This is Wise Money with Corhorn Financial Group. My name is Mike Bernard alongside Joshua Gregory and Kevin Corhorn. If you've missed anything, I've got good news for you. Every episode's right there on wisemoneyradio.com as well as on iTunes and Google Play there in the podcast. We've, if you have any questions, you can reach out to us, 574-222-2000, or right there on the website as well, wisemoneyradio.com. Lastly, Facebook and Twitter, you can submit questions that way as well. So this show has all been about financial independence. In just a moment, we've got Kirsten, Kirsten's question, which she's struggling with some financial independence, has a big decision to make. And we're going to be helping her out in in just a moment. And we've been talking about the different battles you need to win in your financial life to earn financial independence. The biggie is retirement planning. A lot of times people seek a financial planner for the first time because they're ready to kiss that paycheck goodbye. And they're wondering where's the income going to come from. And a certified financial planner helps develop the, the plan for them. And I would tell you at our office, when folks come in and say, hey, that's a goal, but you know what, I'll probably keep working forever. We turn the tide and say, well, you're talking about financially independence or financial independence. When do you reach the point where, you, where you're working, uh, you're not working for the paycheck anymore. You're just working because you want to. So retirement and financial independence really go hand in hand. Yeah, I think when I think about retirement planning, that is the war to end all wars. Mm -hmm. And if you have not consistently won the right battles, there's no way you can win that war. So if we, we like to look at statistics and get a sense for what, how, how things are going in our country. And there, we've seen a statistic that says 40% of the baby boomers will never be able to afford to retire. Wow. They will have to work until they die. So 40% of the baby boomers will never win that war. They have seeded uh, any uh, success in that war. They will not win that war. I'm trying to fix that. We're trying to fix that right here on the show. Thank you for listening because you're participating in trying to fix that. Right. And we can't do this, folks. We are, right. We are eternal optimists and yeah. we believe that if you are not one of the 60 percenters, you need to be doing everything you can right now to become one. I don't think your fate is sealed. I don't think that if you're listening today and you think, well, I've not prepared at all, I'm destined to work for the rest of my life, I would say get help immediately. That's right, because there should be a sense of urgency, right? The, The window is closing on your ability to achieve this level of freedom. And essentially put yourself in a position where you can afford to walk away from a paycheck someday, whether you choose to or you're forced to because of health concerns or just changing circumstances, that kind of thing. Can you sustain the lifestyle that you need even when the paycheck stops? Mm -hmm. That's what financial independence in this area of retirement or, um, you know, just sustainability of, of, of your finances is all about. Yeah, and you know we've seen people be able to retire with a small nest egg, and we've seen people not able to retire with a huge nest egg and a lot of zeros. So it depends on a very, very broad 
and yet detailed discussion and analysis of your situation. Can't do it online. You've got to sit down and run the miles, have those deep discussions with a certified financial planner, have them run various different scenarios so that you have clarity and confidence of what you need to do in order to retire. That's what this show has been all about today, right? It's it's all building to the point that you need to have an overall financial plan to tie all of these areas together so that you know you're not just winning in one area of your life. Your whole financial life is propelling you in, in the right direction. Don't settle for financial captivity. Mm. I think it's important to recognize also that you're only going to be as financially free as the closest people around you, the people who have the most influence in your life. And so maybe one of the most important decisions you can make is to choose to bring someone into your life who can uh, influence you, help guide you in the right direction of financial independence. Yep. Yep. We, we started with the analogy uh, because it's Independence Day coming up the various battles that needed to be won to win that war. And, and we just went through them. Those, these are the battles in your financial life that you have to win. And really, to help you win the overall war, sit down with a certified financial planner and work through all six areas of your financial life. Get a plan together. You can do it. Because we're, we're not going to let you be one of the 40 percenters. Nope. We're, we, are, we are not, folks, we cannot do this. So we're going to help you. All right. Uh, okay, let's transition then to, to questions here. First one's coming from Kirsten, and, and she's seeking some financial independence. Here's, here's what she asked. My husband has had a lot of different medical bills from the past five years when we were trying to figure out what was making him sick. Many of them were not covered by insurance, and now, uh, and now I've added to them by having two babies. Congratulations, by the way. I was wondering if debt consolidation would be a good option to make sorting through all those bills a little easier and get them paid off faster. Common question. It's a common question. Thanks for sending that in, Kirsten. Yeah, thanks for sharing part of your story as well. And it, it is exciting to hear that there's two little ones running around now um, as part of this story. I, I hope that your husband's health also had a, a positive ending as well. Maybe they've, they've figured things out. But now dealing with the aftermath right? All, all the debt that has accumulated in the form of medical expenses. Um, you know, a lot of people can get overwhelmed and there's a reason why medical bills are the leading cause of bankruptcy because they get so overwhelming. It just feels like this mountain that just can't be dealt with. And you have, have thrown out this idea of debt consolidation. I, I wish that we had uh, you on the phone today, actually, because I'd, I'd want to pepper you with a few questions. Sometimes when people think of debt consolidation, they think of just rolling some debt into their mortgage or some loan that they go get. And it kind of simplifies life. It's easier to manage because it's just one payment. Maybe it has a lower interest rate. But rarely have I ever seen that method result in faster payoff. Mm. Usually people are stretching the payment out so that they can uh, reduce their monthly payment and it will take longer at times. My sense, as I'm reading her question, I, I'm assuming she's she's referring to a debt consolidation program. As, debt counseling as, or exactly, something. Exactly, as uh -huh. opposed to refinancing and bundling some 
some liabilities together through the mortgage or something like that. Right. And that can have some very, very serious consequences. That's right. Because essentially what a lot of these services rely on is the, the idea that you won't pay all that money back, that they will negotiate on your behalf to get lower payoffs, that sort of thing. It usually results in major hits to your credit score and, um, and sometimes if you get debt forgiven, well, not mm-hmm. sometimes, uh, almost always, except for in the case of bankruptcy, there's going to be tax consequences right. to that as well. And that can catch people off guard. You think, hey, I just got to get out of jail free card. And before you know it, you're slapped with a nasty tax bill because of all this forgiven debt. Yeah, this is a nasty battle, Kirsten, that you are entering into. And so before you ever go into battle... I would make sure that I have the right equipment. And with this, it is, it's not only is it skills, but it's, you have to emotionally be geared up for this as well, because this, I've seen this, uh, these types of battles derail people and they just get to a point where they can't function. So you need a support system that can help you be functioning. I've found, um, certainly with the, church that I attend, a number of other churches, there are folks that volunteer to help people in a situation just like yours and and help you get functioning, help you get equipped with the right skills, and really prepare you to win this battle. Well, the first thing I would tell you, I would say be cautious of a debt consolidation program because of those trade-offs, those consequences Josh mentioned. You're going to ruin your credit, most likely, and a lot of times people say, I can't keep up right now. It's already bad. Okay. Just be aware of that. If you're looking to buy a car or buy a house in the near future, you just want to be aware of that. But then, then second, the tax consequences. So first I would tell you, Kirsten, have a budget and, and that's daunting right now. You might not want to get a budget in place. Second, list out all of your loans, face the brutal facts, list them all out, put your monthly payment, put the interest rate, and see if that can fit in your budget. Usually working with a financial planner can help with that. So thanks for your question. All the best there. Uh, Listen, folks, that's all the time we have for today. Have a safe and happy 4th of July. On behalf of Kevin Corhorn, Josh Gregory, myself, and everyone at KFG, have a great weekend. We'll see you next week for Wise Money with Corhorn Financial Group. Securities offered through Silver Oak Securities, member FINRA slash SIPC. Advisory services offered through KFG Wealth Management, LLC. Doing business as Corhorn Financial Group. KFG Wealth Management, LLC and Silver Oak Securities Incorporated companies are unaffiliated.